Jewish audio on Chabad.org. Okay, welcome everybody. This is In Conversations with Chana. I'm Chana Weisberg. I'm editor of the Jewishwoman.org. This is In Conversations with Chana, and I am here with a very special guest today. Her name is Hindi Markowitz. Hi, Hindi. Hi. Hindi was born blind as a preemie to a large, loving Jewish family. And she's here today to share her life, her faith, her dreams, aspirations, as well as her many accomplishments as a writer, singer, sought-after speaker, and award-winning songwriter of a song called I Can Still See, Just Not Physically. Hindi, thank you so much for joining us today. I am so excited that you're here with us. Thank you for having me. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so Hindi, when, yeah. when did you realize that there was something special about you? Okay, so to be honest, there was not like a big day where I woke up and I'm like, oh, I'm different. It was a very gradual sort of, a very gradual process. A gradual process, okay. Yeah. So like when I was, I turned eight years old, for example. I, eight years old was really when pretty much I started figuring myself out. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, figuring my disability out, I still haven't figured myself out yet. <laughs> I don't think any of us did, and I'm a lot older than you. <laughs> um, when I was eight years old, I would used to play in the living room. Uh-huh. And... I used to, you know, because every eight-year-old does things she's not supposed to. Of course. My mother comes into the room and she's like, Hindi, what are you doing? And I'm like, how do you know what I'm doing? Oh, wow. I, I didn't know about, like, I didn't know about sight. I didn't know people could see because right. I couldn't see. Right, of course. But honestly, do you know what? I, it's interesting. Hindi, it's can I Hindi, can I just ask you to sit back a drop? Perfect. Sorry. Yeah. I, I get excited. No um, yeah. It's less that I realized I couldn't see and more that I realized that other people could see. Wow. So that, see, was, that was around eight years old that you realized? Yeah. That? I don't know what to call that. It's different. That must have been like a uh, like a aha moment, like this big realization <laughs> moment. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay, so... When you were young, when you were like five years old, your parents sent you to the New York Institute of Special Education. That's yes. a school in New York City where for visually impaired children. For the first time, you were with other children who were the same as you. And on the other hand, though, you were also the only Jewish girl in the school. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us a little bit about what was that like? That was first of all, a really good experience for me. I learned a lot. I made a lot of friends. I learned a lot about, let's say, walking with a cane or reading Braille. Sure. Or, and for those of you who don't know, Braille is a sort of, people call it a code. I don't know what to call it. I just call it Braille, where you read with your fingers, these mm. like dots mm -hmm. on paper the dots make up different letters. Mm -hmm. So you learned like, a, I guess a lot of new skills then. Wow. What was it, was there a challenge in being different in being the only Jewish girl that was there? No. Um, I'm very proud of being Jewish. Mm -hmm. 
um, religion was not a problem for me. In fact, some of the other students were jealous of me. <laughs> wow, why is that? There was this one girl, we were having a pizza party. They got kosher pizza for me uh-huh. from a pizza shop across the street. And this girl is like, kosher pizza is my favorite. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Wow. So you taught, I guess you taught them a little about being, what being Jewish is all about. I did. You did. Wow. I guess, yeah. Interesting. So you, you learned a lot of skills there. You learned, mm-hmm. you said you learned Braille, you learned how to walk with a cane. Yeah. And then when you were a little older, like in fourth grade, you then transferred back to um, the Cheder Chabad, the school here, here in Muncie. Yeah, it was fifth grade, but um, fifth grade, okay, fifth grade. So that's like a regular mainstream Jewish day school. Regular, yeah, regular mainstream school. And what was that like? That was also beautiful. I mean, I was very happy to be around other Jewish people for the mm-hmm. first time. Mm-hmm. Did did other did the students accept you? Were you did you feel yes. different? Yes. Um, I Baruch Hashem, I have many many friends from that school still today. Oh, that's nice. You get in, you, you're in touch with them, you keep in yes. touch? Yes. That's great. And and how did you do like your 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 work there? What what did you have any tools that you used? I have I have a little sort of computer. It's called a Braille Sense. Mm-hmm. It is basically a tablet for blind people is what I'm going to call it. Mhm. And what used to happen was the teachers would email me things and I would read them. And that's also how I would take tests. They would email me the test. I would take it and email it back. So. Wow. And so you didn't need anything other than that to help you? No. That's amazing. Wow. Um, can you tell us a little about, I mean, I've, I've in, in getting together this interview, I've spoken a lot with your father and a little bit with your mother. Can you tell, they seem very, very supportive. Can you tell us a little bit about the support you get from your family? My parents are extremely supportive people. Uh My whole family is very supportive, but like, you know, the support you get from parents is is like nothing else. Right. Um, My father, even when he does travel, he travels a lot for work. Uh-huh. So even when he does travel, I, I'm always able to reach him. Uh-huh. They take very good care of me. That's great. So yeah, Baruch Hashem for that, I guess. That's amazing. How how many siblings? Do you have a big family? A lot of siblings in your family? Seven siblings. They're all wow. married. They're all married. You're the youngest in the family. Yes. Uh-huh. And you get along with them? Yeah. You never fought? <laughs> Won't say never. (laughs) Okay. Normal, normal relations. That's so nice. Siblings. Wow. So I I was just, we were just chatting before we came on, Hindi, and I was telling you that I I was telling you about my daughter that she was in a play with you. So I remember when you were in high school, you were in the same high school as my daughter, and you were the main character in this, Mm -hmm. this play that was put out by the girls high school here. And I was, I was incredulous. I was looking at you with such, con- you, you acted, first of all, you're an amazing actor, but you also acted with such confidence. And can you tell us like about how you did that? 
What did that feel like? That felt very good. I love being on stage. Hmm. I don't get stage fright a lot. What's your trick? How do you how do you avoid that? Well, first of all, the interest and the reactions in the crowd it makes me happy. So uh -huh. that, and also I can't see them. Uh huh. So. So that I just, I that also helps. In some sorry, way. that helps because it, you don't get nervous from seeing them. Yeah, I think so. Interesting. Wow. Does that Do make sense? That makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, you, you were amazing in that. You were like the main character and you were absolutely amazing. Do you ever feel bitter about your situation? No. Um, I don't feel like I'm struggling. I don't feel like I have anything... People talk a lot about overcoming challenges. I, yeah, of course there are challenges, but I don't feel like I'm really, there's nothing really that I have to struggle with because, see, I went to Camp Simcha. Mm -hmm. Camp Simcha special is a camp for people with disabilities and people with other sorts of conditions and diseases and illnesses and things like that. And over there, you see people with illnesses and things that most of us have never heard of in our lives. There was this one girl who her counselor had to check her vital signs on her phone constantly. Like it's a wow. scary stuff goes on there. Right. Wow. So for me, Hashem gave me so much in my life. And yes, I can't see, but I have so much other stuff. And I'm very grateful for everything he gave me and for everything I have. So no, I don't feel bitter about being blind because I have so much other stuff. Wow, that's, that's a great lesson for all of us to hear because I think we're always complaining about the things that we don't have. I think it's human nature to think about the things that other people have and that we don't have. Yeah. And that's a very powerful lesson. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> what about like, there must be some moments though where, I mean, everyone has moments where things are difficult, where it's a struggle where you feel the challenges, where you feel, oh, you know, why is why am I going through this? Do you have any of those moments, Hindi? Sometimes. Sometimes. And what when you have such a moment, what helps you? Davening, talking to Hashem, listening to music. Oh, that's nice. Singing, I love singing. That I know. Yeah, I heard you. You have a beautiful voice. Thanks. Was there anything that you learned? I know you went to uh, uh, Lubavitch High School. You learned a lot of Hasidus, a lot of Hasidic thought. Was there anything in Hasidic teachings that has helped you with your with your challenges in life? There was. In Hasidus, you learn that every person has a shlichus, every person has a mission in this world. Mm -hmm. And I believe that my mission is to spread light to others and to inspire people and help people. 
and to make this world a better place, even with all of our struggles and all of our challenges that we have. Wow, that's beautiful. And how, how do you feel? How do you feel you're spreading light? By being happy, I guess. Mm. That's a great <laughs> attitude. I'm sorry, I missed that. By talking to other people. By talking to other people. Trying to be positive about things. And how, how do you stay positive? Same thing I said before. You have, just have to be grateful for what you do have. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. So what, what are the things that you think that you do have that makes you feel grateful? Intelligence. Mm. I think I'm smart. You are. <laughs> yeah. I have. I learn quickly. Mm -hmm. I have a good memory. That's great. What do you enjoy learning? Many, many things. You have a lot of interests. Yeah. Do you? How do you learn? Do you do it on your tablet? Yes. Uh huh. Is there something you're currently learning that you find interesting? Moving from topic to topic, I guess. Sorry. I'm just moving from topic to oh, topic. Okay, yeah. so you like a lot of stuff. Uh huh. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. History, a lot of that. Oh wow. I like History. Do you ever feel left out of conversations? Like when your friends are talking about color or sunsets or clothing, does that make you feel left out? Okay. I can't relate to them. They're not relevant, but I don't feel left out. Mm -hmm. I join the conversations. You join. That's a good way. They're fun concepts for me, colors and things. Right. So it's like if someone's talking about an experience that you were not, you just, you know, you hear it, you listen to it, but you don't really relate to it, but you don't feel left out from it, I guess. Right. Or if someone's like talking about, I don't know, for me, it's a lot more like an academic thing. Uh-huh. Someone's talking about math. None of one understands math. Right. I'm sorry, say that again. Not everyone understands math, but you learn about it anyway. Right, that's true. That's a good that's a good way of looking at it. Like someone talks about math that goes over my head, but that doesn't mean I feel left out. Right? Exactly. Yeah. That's a great point. Um I'm sure that many people who are watching this are wondering what it feels like to be blind. What would you want people to know in dealing with people who are visually impaired? That is a very good question. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And that we're capable of a lot of things. I know, like, I meet people and they think I don't know anything, or they think I'm, I don't know, not able to, to get around places. You know, no. we have talents. We, 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 we can do stuff. We can be independent people. Mm -hmm. And you seem very independent, actually. You seem like you do a lot of, I Thank mean, you. From, from writing to singing to 
uh, to acting, to even public speaking, which we're going to get into in a minute, you seem mm -hmm. extremely capable and doing a lot of things. Do you find that people look at you and feel, judge you right away as someone who's not capable? I don't think so. Mm -hmm. they they might, some people might. Right. Not me, though. Like not, I've never experienced it personally. Mm -hmm. But I know that some people might be judgmental to people with disabilities. So you want them to be more understanding that you have, that people can have talents and capabilities even when they have disabilities. Exactly. Is there anything you want us, you want people to know in terms of practical, like helping you? Do you want people to help you when they see you crossing a street or walking somewhere or doing something? Well, I usually have someone helping me like cross the street and those things anyways. Uh-huh. Okay, so so it's not really like a matter of doing anything practical, it's just being aware. Or when I know, or when I meet someone, like, and I know them from before, and they're like, guess who I am? And I'm like, no, you're not really supposed to do that. Right. I mean, there are some people I let do that because for fun, but in like practicality, it's not very polite. No, that wouldn't be polite. I could see that. You wow. always introduce yourself. Right. Don't don't shock you also. Don't just come up suddenly on you. Like introduce yourself, tell the people that you're there. What do you mean? I mean what, like if someone just happens to like shock you, comes right up up to you with you not seeing them, would that make you feel uncomfortable? No one's ever done that. Oh okay. <laughs> Um, you, you started lecturing in high schools and in seminaries. How yes. did you get into public speaking? So this is a very interesting story because it wasn't, it wasn't really supposed to be a whole major thing. I was nine years old mm -hmm. and my day camp that I went to needed somebody to speak as an introduction to the play we were doing. So they asked me. Mm -hmm. So I came to speak and then I spoke in more places. And I guess the rest is history. Wait, so you were nine years old and the play and the, the camp asked you to say something. Were you nervous? Yes, yes extremely. I used to be extremely nervous. My bas mitzvah speech. Mm-hmm. I went onto stage. I was like shaking. I don't think anyone noticed, but um, wow, I was. <laughs> and when you were in that play in high school, were you shaking too? No, no. How come? Because by then I was less nervous. Oh wow! So the more you did it, the less nervous you got. Yeah. So you now speak for high schools and seminaries. What What's the message that you want to give them? I have a few messages. Mm -hmm. One of them is don't judge people by how they look, because mm -hmm. vision is not the most well. Yeah, vision is not the most important thing. Right, right. Second of all, be happy, be positive, because even in hard times, Hashem always helps us get through them. Mm -hmm. We may have challenges, but there's always ways to overcome them. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. It's really beautiful. Both messages are yeah. so important for people to hear because so many people judge whether we 
you know, we, we are constantly judging not only by what we see, but by what we see is a big way of judging, but we're always judging people. And I guess you say, look a little, look a little beneath the surface, see behind, behind what you're saying, you know, whether it's just visually or whether it's actually emotionally relating to somebody. Exactly. Right. Well, well, that's, that's, that's very powerful. Do you, how, how are you received when you give these lessons, when you give these messages? And people like it. I think there are very big reactions. Uh-huh. And that second message about your chat, about people having challenges, how to just see the positive. Can you give us an example of when you've seen the positive of something? Or when you had a hardship and you overcame it by seeing the positive? Well, I... I did used to be very sad that I couldn't see. Mm -hmm. And as I got older, I started thinking about this, that Hashem only does good for us, even if we don't understand it. Wow. And even if, like, sometimes things can be very hard, mm -hmm. and sometimes you have struggles, but at the end of the day, everything in this world is good, even if we don't see it that way. So I just usually think about that. Wow, that's a that's a very strong belief. That's a very yeah yeah. Thank you. That was amazing. Um, I want to read something that you wrote because I found it very incredible, um, and then I want to ask you. To elaborate on it or to just share your thoughts but this is what you wrote you wrote true vision has nothing to do with your eyes despite my challenge and perhaps because of my visual impairment i have a greater power to appreciate that real what true real sight is that we can see with our heart and soul beyond the physical things that sometimes divide us when i meet a person i can appreciate who they really are without being distracted by how they look it doesn't matter if they are wearing a beautiful stylish dress with matching shoes, nice hairstyle, or if they have beautiful jewelry. These things are external and superficial. What matters is their beautiful neshama, their soul, and good midos characteristics. Can you elaborate on that? Can you share why you wrote that? Why you, what you feel about that? That is something I always lived with. Mm -hmm. I was in school especially in like your younger years in like, like fifth grade, sixth grade, mm -hmm. when you're like teenagers going into teenagehood and everyone's busy with their, you know, their makeup and their stuff. Right. And it, it, that bothered me. I'm like, I, there's so much more to people. Hmm. So true. And how do you, how do you see that? Like, what do you do to make sure that you see more than that? What do you mean? I mean, like, did you can, did, like, we're always looking at such superficial things. How can a person look beyond the external to really see beyond, to see as you write the neshama or the midos? Like, how do we focus on that? I guess it's just a reminder right. that um, you constantly just have to be like telling yourself 
that we're people. We're not, uh, it's not just about the outer parts. Right, right. So this awareness, I guess, this being aware of it. Exactly. Wow. Um, I was listening to the gorgeous award-winning song that you sang with your award-winning. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it should win an award if it didn't. I mean, it won me first place in something, so I guess. Right, and it, you sang it with your beautiful voice. Your song, "I Can Still See," right? Yeah. I can still see, even though not physically. I think that's how it went. Something like yeah. that. Yeah. For those who haven't heard the song, can you describe the song to them and what its message is? I wrote it when I was 10 with the help of someone from camp. Mm -hmm. The message is that even though I'm blind, even though I can't see, I still live a life like everyone else. Um, I still have... Yeah, I still live a life like everyone else. I still, as I say in the song, I still love and still laugh and live life just the same. That's the lyrics. Right. Wow. Wow. So you wrote it when you were 10? Yeah. You were very mature at 10, don't you think, that for a girl to write such a song? I didn't write it myself. Okay. Was your thing. Someone helps you, but with your thoughts, your ideas. Yeah. yeah. That's a very mature thought to be thinking that way. I I guess. Right. Uh-huh. Very interesting. Is there any um any experience that you had in your camp or in your schooling that shines out for you as something very positive that you that you particularly enjoyed? I had a classmate who was in a wheelchair mm -hmm. and I used to help her push her wheelchair and it was very fun to get people's reactions. Yeah, interesting. The pushing the girl in the wheelchair. I don't know, that, that felt... When, when was this? How old were you then? Ah, uh, seventh grade. Seventh grade, wow. And what was the reaction from people? People liked watching it. Why do they like watching it? I guess because it looked sweet. Mm -hmm. I, I I don't I don't know. Interesting. Well, that was very nice it's of you. Inspiring. I'm sorry. It was inspiring. It is inspiring. I guess it shows that we can all do our part and we can all help each other. Yes. And that we all need each other, which exactly. is really which is really an important message. Um, between singing, writing, public speaking, and the so many talents that you have, what are you currently busy with? Currently I work for three hours a day at a customer service company. I answer phone calls. I send emails to people. Hmm. It's different requests the callers have. Wow. And do you enjoy that work? I do. do a lot. That's great. Do you have any challenges with the work? No. 
So I, mean, I just started a few months ago. It's new. Uh huh. For now, I work from home. Uh huh. And you can send emails through through the equipment that you have. Yes. What what do you, like your special tablet? Is that it? Special little yeah. That's basically all I use. Uh huh. Wow. And that helps you read the emails. Mm hmm. Nice. And and what are your do you have any goals or dreams for the future that you'd like to share with us? I would like to work in psychology. Interesting. What would you like? What, what would you like to do in psychology? Yeah. What do I want to do in psychology? Mm -hmm. um, I don't know yet. Mm -hmm. But something in psychology. Social work. Probably. Social work. Helping people? Yes. In terms of like therapy or? Maybe. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Very nice. Hindi, thank you so much for joining us today. You're a real inspiration to so thank many you. of us. And I just want to wish you continued success in the thank many you. things that you are doing with your life. And I just want to wish you that you can really fulfill your greatest dreams and aspirations. I mean, thank you.